Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. That's right. This is webisode number 36, recorded Wednesday, March 31st in the year 2020. And never fear, the lava lamp is in fact burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And I gotta be honest, ladies and gentlemen, it's a very interesting evening here in the lab. Because not only do I not have Josh McGinty tonight, I don't have Ryan Hatch either. But a lack or a lass or a lay, yeah. I'm not alone. Yeah. I have two really good old friends in the room. <laughs> Returning once again. I think it's like your fifth appearance on I, the show. I think I think we're up to five. Patrick Keene. Thank is you. Back. Thank Were you, you just clapping for yourself? I was clapping for the, for he, the energy he for the whole show. He started the applause, yeah. John. Uh, that's Not weird. only was that's he, pl- like, I didn't, and he was like, oh, yeah, clap for my, no, he started, he was like the slow clap yeah. into his own. more aggressive. I that like was it. great. Okay. So, Pat, thanks for being here. Thank you, Jer. And Mr. John McKeon. Yeah. I've been a big fan for a long time. I'm thrilled. Class to be of ninety one. He's not clapping. Also, for himself. also, I'm gonna clap too. Okay. I'm gonna clap. Class for of ninety one. Also, St. Margaret's. You guys are both St. Margaret's guys. Yeah. So are you? No, I'm. St. Oh no, Saint, no. Santa yeah. Margarita. Same Saint, different language. You're in class of ninety three. Right. You were like, yeah, you were a sophomore when we left, but you were doing your damage. I mean, you know, I, I remember knowing who you were. If you're a sophomore and seniors know you, you're doing something wrong or right. Right. Extremely on either side. Infamy and yes. fame. There's a very Thin line. Correct. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys. Basically, at la- the last minute, because Joss and Ryan couldn't be here, I'm like, Pat, dude. Yeah. And you like you did it because you're a bro. That's why I moved down here. And then you called in reinforcements. Yep. Who brought fried chicken? Beautiful. Kentucky fried chicken. It's always good. So they know that you got you guys knew you know who you should were we give them? A, should we give KFC a plug? Do they need it? Does KFC need a plug? Yeah. All right. Sure. And you know what? Anyway, I love KFC. Like once every blue moon. Because you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel it later. Yeah, it's coming. It's like hot sauce. Later. <laughs> when I worked at the Jimmy Kimmel show, uh, Coolio had a uh, he was in a sketch we were shooting, and his one what's it called request? Request, but it, it's it's a writer. R y d e r. Right, right. Perform- okay, as a famous person, yeah. let me just what's yeah. a writer? A writer is when uh, a performer, whatever, comedian, artist, mu- musician, magician, whatever. They're on really your show any and of they the have issues. a little. Van Halen had the famous writer where at the in the back of the writer on the last page they said we only want green green M and M's. Right, it's, a, it's like a, it's a line in your contract yeah, that, that specifies says, hey, you want, want ridiculous yeah. shit essentially. So Coolio's one was I want a bucket of KFC for myself before we shoot this sketch or that's scene. awesome and he ate the whole it was like a pool we were shooting in a pool in like south central and he ate the whole he ate the whole basket of kentucky fried chicken before he shot this now scene. at the time was this julio is, a large man or no 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 because i never tight. think of no he julio. had a tight he kept a tight ship and yeah. you gotta wonder what, what he's doing ago. on the side to keep a whole bucket of kfc from showing on his hips right right and what are you running laps you run here and you're running home but i mean he looks amazing or he looked at the time amazing yeah running yeah hoes mabes 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 dude all right i got something for you guys yeah yeah. so tomorrow is april fool's day right 
So by the time, because the, I released this on Friday, so by the time people lip, listen to this, April Fool's Day will have already happened. It'll be it'll be four two by the time they. Right. So I, I'm new to this podcasting thing. If You're doing you make great. a mistake like that, like I feel like you should drink. Ooh, is that a thing? Okay, yeah. I like. Hey, I'm just saying. I I don't know. I mean, you guys be you. I'm but drinking. I'm, I'm just a guest. No, but you're absolutely like allowed if, to make rules at the podcast. Yeah, like if you don't. The know entire what thing is, is like a giant drink. game no, of asshole. You nailed it. I'm Pat, drinking. Was that a sift drink? What, what are you drinking? I got uh, I got uh, a Modelo here on the one hand. What I'm are you drinking, Pat? Now I'm, this is funny because I, I brought Pat little, in. I said, Hey, listen, anything on the shelf, you can have. By the way. This one's around four hundred dollars an ounce. What? And that's the one that he went with. Yeah, I went with a little, a little brandy. A, a little of the it's Louis. About that... a, it's about a third of an ounce. So oh. I'm drinking about a one hundred. A little bit of the Louis. Yeah, it's very little. It's and do you little... like it? Do you want a Snootsky? And what? What'd you pour me? Firstly, what do you think of it? What do you think it is? So I like it. It's a unique smell. It kind of reminds me of tequila, but when you taste it, it's absolutely not tequila. It. I, I asked for a gin. I don't think it's a gin either, though. No. So it's somewhere in between, but it's not a vodka. So actually, I don't even know what it is. So it's nothing you've ever tasted before. Okay. Right? Absolutely, or, no. absolutely not. But you And you can identify that. You're tasting it like, okay, I, I don't recognize this taste. I still want to say it's a tequila. Okay, so it's because why? There's something about the initial smell that brings me back to 1987, sitting in uh, Tijuana, Sitting there. Maybe a, a certain funkiness. No. There's just that initial smell that hits me. Okay. Something about that jars of memory. In fact, you know, smell is the number one uh, sense tied to memory. I don't know if you guys know that. More than taste, more than sight, That's smell That's triggers okay. is tied to memory more than any other that, sense. You know, Chris Bodell's love interest. Uh, I'm going to sneeze. Um, is that? Oh, you have to drink every time you yeah. sneeze, yeah, too. Yeah, you got to drink. Uh, you Alicia... Is Chris Bodell's lover, and um, she she creates candles. Lover is an interesting term. Can we just talk about partner, that really partner, quick? partner, partner? Okay. Is an interesting okay. term. Sorry. Yeah. So um, she creates candles that that, and she can find scents, scent, a scent from your childhood. Oh, if, you okay. know where your grandparents' cool. cabin. You know, you're, tailor you're, it, yeah, specifically and, to and, you, and you can create candles based on that scent, on memories. which, and that's what it is. You that's call it exactly. Grandma's house, yeah, exactly. That's very it's cool. Act, I like that, and it's what a cool like, concept. oh, the cabin up where we skied, or the summer home, so coconut over, vanilla. So she's overcharging me for a memory that I may remember. Yeah, no, you, you, you yeah. create, you, you give her the smell, like you touched by your stepfather, right. Isn't a really big seller. That's so not like, a big seller. The first girl I had sex with, she could recreate that smell. Okay, let's move along. <laughs> so scent, scent is the number one sense. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, tied to memory. That. Okay, tied to memory. Okay. okay, so it is not tequila. It oh. is a Japanese spirit oh. called awamori. Oh, awamori. It is Thai long grain indica rice and black koji mold. And that's what and and that's what they use to distill and they So I'm drinking mold? Well, it's been distilled. So And how the hell did you ever find this? Um I walked into a liquor store and there was a very handsome Japanese man standing there applying this stuff and I took a sip and like you it was not like anything I'd ever tasted yeah. before. And uh that conversation uh Continued and within three months, I was in Okinawa with the guy, 
and we went and saw uh, ten distilleries in three days. Really. And I wrote down everything I saw and learned and, and asked every question I could think of and essentially um, learned how to do it. And, uh, and we're going to do it here. So you just became a student of what took place. Right. Well, I've been a student of alcohol now for, you know, a solid, really hard. Well, I can say I've been a lifetime student of alcohol. I've got to be totally honest. I mean, anybody that, that likes to drink in some way, you're developing your palate, you know what you like. And then as all hobbies do, as you get more and more interested, you kind of do the deep dive and it, it kind of progressed, you know, in a very steep way for me. Um, and now, as a guy who's going into the industry, I am always looking for you know those spirits that stand out to me that are special because I don't want to, you know, there's a, it's about finding the niche. I don't want to make vodka necessarily um, because there's already two aisles of vodka when you walk into the liquor store. But um, something potentially like this that I had never tasted before, never really heard of, that that was really interesting to me. Um, and so that's what it is. It's it's this Japanese stuff. So is that what you're drinking? I am drinking it as well. Solid. I'm a big fan. Um, this one, so the one you're drinking is called non-poo. Oh, non-poo. There's poo and non-poo. There's poo or none? Yeah, to poo or not to poo is huh. really going to be the question you're going to be yeah. asking yourself in the morning after all of that Kentucky Fried Chicken. But... Uh, yeah, non-poo, it's 86 proof, it's right, 100% rice and koji based, so it's the same proof as Jack Daniels, this, the one I'm drinking is called Show, and this one is so technically 80 this proof, is, so, so you're, oh no, this is Show Your Poo? Show Your Poo. The, um, okay, so I wanted to ask ahead, you, Pat, yeah. you lived in Japan. I did. Were you ever aware of this spirit at all while you were there? You know, there were so many things thrown at me. I think uh, I didn't always register what exactly I was drinking. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. Awamori, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I remember sake, uh, Kirin Lager, Biro, Kudasai, Sapporo, uh, Yebisu, and... uh, and Big fan of the Yebisu. What was there? Sapporo, Kirin, and there was one more. That's my go-to when I'm on the island. Absolute. Um, Okinawa is where... This spirit is from. Okay, that makes sense. Primarily, right? There's only 36 distilleries in the entire world that make awamori, and they're all on the island of Okinawa. Okay. The consumption of awamori, 80% of awamori is consumed in Japan. 90% of that is in Okinawa. That's amazing. Okay. So it doesn't even really ever make it to the mainland. Yeah. Or yeah. not even what's the do they call yeah, it? No, the that's mainland? it. Uh, the mainland of Japan is four islands. Yeah, and then Okinawa is a series of islands in the so southwest. Yeah. So I'm sorry, it, I got to raise my hand. Yeah. How the fuck do you know this? Yeah, it I, is pretty impressive. Very impressive. Um, so this little Japanese man that I discussed earlier, yeah. his name is Yusuke. And this is where you learned all this from. Yeah, and we have since become partners and friends. And I, like I said, I took wow. the trip to Okinawa, and um, and I and I spent a lot of time. You know. Tropical down there, right? Warm, right? I mean, yeah, it's like a Hawaii, Japanese. By the Hawaii. way, Pat, when you were in Japan, who was one of your best friends that visited you in Japan? Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, it was John McKeon sitting to my <laughs> left. Nice. John came our senior year of college. He made the trip and then uh, took the Shinkansen, the Silver Bullet train, all the nice. way from Tokyo down to Kumamoto. Now, uh, Okinawa is a little bit further southwest of all that. That's 
Iwo, Iwo Jima, all those kind of South Pacific islands in the World War II. That was, and there's still military bases where you were, where that where that stuff's been grown. Heavy yeah. American military presence yeah. in Okinawa. In fact, so much so, the Okinawans are kind of over it. I'm sure. I experienced sure. a very similar kind of sentiment when I was in Korea, in That's South absolutely. Korea. Absolutely, Seoul, Korea. They, they're not uh, a big Kunsan, fan of the Americans. They're yeah. like, okay, thanks for the help. Now yeah. beat it. Right. We don't need you anymore. Right. So, I, I, I really think if I in another life, I would like to be kind of a broker between the native people and our own military and help culturally uh, educate our troops, you know, um, be a little just a little smoother um, about that. Do I need to pound that? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, they're they're over it. Korea, uh, all those places. Germany, I'm sure is like, OK, thank you. So um, anyway, Awamori. I hope, it's great. I hope you, you no, know. It's really good. I've never had it before in my life. It's really good. Now, you're not a big spirits drinker, right? You're more of a beer guy? I'm a Budweiser guy, but I like uh, I like vodka. Uh, I'm Irish Catholic. Okay. So I like, I like booze. Okay. But I'm a, typically a Budweiser guy. And Pat, we've talked about this. You're you're a whiskey guy, right? I can do you're it all. I, I can really do it all. I, I like, vodka's my number one. Okay, really? Mixed drinks or just like... No, mixed right drinks. out of the bottle yeah, in the middle drinks. of the night. I will, out, I, I, I will do. Freezer. I will do a little ice uh, with vodka. Is nice. You vodka know, and ice is nice. Yeah, but I was weird. I was at Sean Stevenson's bar earlier, not far from here, the Wayfair in Costa Mesa, and uh, yeah, and and Sean's got an amazing selection of beers that you can buy there and drink, or you can take home. He's also got what's it called, the uh, Class Seventeen license or Thirty Eight. Where it's like you can buy alcohol from him and bring it home. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's a really good COVID deal. And, um, but yeah, I just, I love it all. I love uh, a nice, if I'm in wine country, I'm doing that. If I'm, you know, in Kentucky, I'll do can we the, take uh, breaks break. during the show so we can drink or? We can, you just we have to drink, drink on yeah, the show. It's all part of it. You have to find little windows. What do you need? You want another beer? <laughs> Alcohol's good. And I think coming out of COVID, people can drink. Out of joy instead of misery. People I'm dying, hoping. People are dying to get out. To drink socially. People want and not, to get out. And they want to yeah. hang out with people again. And we're just looking for an excuse to hang out. And the funny thing is, is that we're just literally. Grazie, grazie, grazie. We're, we're so excited. Whether it's soccer, whether it's baseball, whether it's hockey, whether it's. Yeah, the Olympics. Whatever it, the Olympics. The NBA playoffs, March Madness, all these venues, all these avenues, yeah. The Olympics, are they going to happen? They're in Japan this year. I don't know Big if it's going to happen. Yeah, it's they still put a lot of money into the infrastructure. Yeah. You know, I forget what the numbers are, but it is astronomical what it costs to host the Olympics. Oh, it's billions. I mean, it's like billion. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, you better hope they do. Or, or I mean, that's that's a big ding on your. I, I, I don't know if they're going to allow people to come in and watch, but I think the Olympics will happen. I just don't know if it'll be, you know, they'll let people come in. And well, I think the Japanese are pretty tight about that. So about that, like this whole covid tightness thing. Yeah. You know, I was just up in L.A. yesterday sure. and couldn't what you probably couldn't wait to get out and back. Here. It was crazy because, yeah. I mean, you know, in Orange County and that's yeah. why I kind of want to bring this up because yeah. having just moved from L.A. down to Orange County, I kind of want to get your take on it down here. When you go inside someplace, when you go in a restaurant, you go into store, you wear a mask, right? But generally walking down the street, which you do a lot in Orange County, we have big wide open spaces, the beaches, you know, stuff like that. When you're outdoors, you don't wear a mask. You don't see a lot of people wearing masks. Yeah. Up in LA, which is in a lot more closed quarters, urban environment, you know, 
I mean, everywhere you look, everyone's had masks on, walking down the street, you yeah. know, kids playing in the park. I mean, it was, it was, it was still, it was, you know, full blown. Um, I don't even know what you call that. I, I, yeah, it's, it's it's the normal up there. It's right. the norm, yeah. It I, was just a lot more heavy duty. Yeah. You, you can be on a hike up there. You can be, like I would go on hikes. Driving your car and people are wearing masks. Yeah, right. absolutely. I, I'd be on hikes up there walking and like people would be coming the other way and they'd get completely off the trail. With I'm wearing a mask. They're wearing You're a mask. You're hiking with a mask on. I'm hiking. We're going opposite directions. We're 10 feet away. And they would stop so that I could kind of clear the area, or whomever they come across can clear the area so that they can continue. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're careful. I get it. But there's a very social thing to it in L.A. where it's like, look at me. I'm following the rules. I'm, you know, and, and it's just, it's like. So how does that feel to you, having moved down here? I and like I like it down here. It's a little more uh, reckless, but but it's not reckless. Does it feel reckless? I guess that's a good question. I, I don't I don't think that it does. When I see people on walks and on jogs down here, I'm in a mask. They're not, but I don't hold them. I don't stop and go wait till they pass, and I don't judge. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I so get you it. feel maybe it. like less. I don't confront people that aren't wearing one, but I wear one. I wear one constantly. And some people are like, dude, you don't need to wear that. But I wear it. But I'm also, at the same time, not going to call people out for not wearing it. So let me tell you the flip yeah. side. For someone who doesn't like people, yeah. like me, yeah. I love the fact that people, when I'm walking down the street, walk away from me. Oh, I you like that. Oh, good. See, so you, it's a win-win for you. Social distance me. You're flourishing. Because I don't want to fucking talk to them. Yeah. I, got, I don't want to be the... Not even a hello, like, hey. hey. You... Okay. Oh, fuck off. I don't want to talk to you. Like, you don't want to talk to me. Don't give me the obligatory, hey, how are you? You know what's great is like the, hey, you know, what, what I <laughs> what I love is that, how are you? Fuck because off. do you really want me to tell you how I am? Yeah. We'll sit down and grab a cup of coffee. Yeah, right. I don't want to do that. Say hi. Let's keep it Don't rhetorical. say how are you, because yeah. that's got a whole thing that it comes along, you know, and I don't have time, you don't have time. Keep it rhetorical. Yeah. I love the earbuds, because people are like, oh, he's probably listening to something. He can't hear us, or if we respond, like... I like to have earbuds, walk by, fist shake, like, hey, thumbs up. Yeah. Let's keep this I'm a really winker. brief. Yeah. I like to just wink because wink. that puts people off. They don't really know. They, then they don't talk to you because you wink. They're like, what, is, what does that right. mean? Then they're really back in a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now they're up in their head. And especially if you hit them with both eyes, now they're like, okay, well, that was. When you do both eyes, do you do them at the same time? No, I don't mean that's. No, that's a blink. Well, I don't mean blink. blinking. So you, uh, I mean, wink, you go wink. bap, bap. Wow. You do a double wink? Yeah. Boom, boom. That's got it. Yeah. You know, one one side and then the other side, and you kind of give them the head. You know, that's when I'm backing off and yeah, giving right. you the. I'm Does giving that mean you like the, it's disarming. In, Does that mean like meet me in the bathroom? No. That, well, you don't know. I don't know. Right. right? I, I don't even know. See? I know you, and I don't know what See? that means. And I'm like, See? No. it's it's, like, it's disarming. It's off putting. It's yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And so, like, man, I'm, you know, I'm just saying, as a guy that doesn't want to talk to people, maybe you add that to your arsenal. Because it does, the I mean, double it really, wink? yeah, you hit people with it. They don't know. They don't talk to you. I'm, so you're being nice, but, but are you? But are you? Are you yeah. being creepy? Know. So there are people like <laughs> it's, um, Orange County. There's huh. people that are too cavalier, and in LA, there's people too paranoid. So obviously, okay. once again, so it's kind of the have, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, look, I'm gonna wear the mask on the plane, in the airport, on the hike. Right, I'm just, right. I'm gonna wear it. Right. You know? At the same time, I'm not gonna attack people who aren't because they're risking it and and as you know as somebody who i think is somewhat healthy uh in myself i, I don't think i'm gonna maybe catch it or or have as big a problem with it but at the same time i don't want to if i do have something don't want to 
put it out there and don't want to catch anything. But again, the L.A. paranoia is just it's insane. Well, here's the one that I don't get. I don't get that you have to wear your mask walking into the restaurant and then you sit down and everyone takes their masks off and sitting around, you know, eating. And and, and you're, you're sitting two feet below where you were standing. It's like ridiculous. Like your mouth is, is And then when you get in. up to leave the restaurant, you have to put the mask back yeah. up to walk or when you go to the bathroom. 100%. Throughout this I don't, whole I, pandemic. I'm not, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Maybe right. I don't understand the science. Right. I've, Maybe I've, I'm an since idiot. Since I've moved I just, here, I've been it. up to L.A. once. And I went back a couple of weeks. I've been down here about four weeks. I went up two weeks ago just for an afternoon. And I was like, this is so noticeable after two weeks. I We went to Larchmont, which is kind of in Hancock Park, kind of East Hollywood area. And that whole area is just, it's roped off. There's sea. Everybody is so beyond. I'm like, this is absurd. Like, get me out of here. This feels like third world country that there's just a funk in the air of panic and i'm like this during it's, a pandemic is it is it easier to get laid in la or orange county um great question that Fair. is a great, That's a really question. great question i unfortunately would not know as a single man pat yeah. it's yeah. kind of on this in the scene yeah you know entertainer you were just in 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 Austin, Austin, Texas, yeah, right. So, yeah. and that, like you said, the in the airport on the plane, you're wearing yeah. the mask, you're, yeah. you're towing the line, right? Yeah. yeah. How, what was the club scene like out there? It was amazing. They were, uh, they don't give a rip, man. They are going big. You had comics performing in masks. Um, no, no, the comics in because you Austin. spit when you talk. I mean, that could be yeah. a thing. No. You know? yeah. No, some people, will, what I would do, and some comics will do this, is have the mask below the chin. Which is doing nothing. Which is doing nothing. But it's like, hey, look, I'm once like I'm beard off stage. Yeah, beard, a diaper, chin diaper. Yeah, be a chin diaper. Once I'm off stage, this is going over my face. You know, that's yeah. kind of that thing. You're but, insinuating, uh, hey, look. Yeah. I'm, pl- I'm a team player, yeah. but right now, yeah. all eyes on me. But I, you could be telling a girl like in advance, like, hey, if I go down on you, I got protection. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but going if you've got that on your face when you're doing that, that's going to be tough for her to experience. It's Texas. Yeah, I don't know what that. It's means. called an oral dam. It could be, a, yeah, a okay. new. And they're usually of made out of, of yeah. latex. It could, it could be the Fauci version of an oral dam. Here's yeah, the thing about yeah. getting getting you know hooking up during COVID. Yeah. Ugly people, you know, can flourish because it's kind of like you know. When you're beer drunk or, or you have beer goggles, there's COVID goggles because everyone has a mask on. Yeah. You know, so you already have this certain like level of anonymity. Then plus you add beer goggles to that. I, I got to think that people are getting laid in COVID left and right unless they're like actually scared of getting COVID and then probably that doesn't. Yeah. Pass. You know, it, well, I will say, I'm, I mean, I'm 48, so I'm not out there like I. When you what get, does that mean? What you got low T? I'm 48. No, but let, I'll yeah. say this: when when you're 40, when you're 28, when you're 25, 28, 35, you can be out there and look foolish, failing at attempting to hit on people. Yeah. When you're 48, it looks ridiculous. Yeah, okay. it, can, it can look ridiculous. Not to mention. Well, you have to have your game tight. No, yeah, yeah. Not to mention the time period we're in, where right. like it, when you know, come on, when we were in high school and college, like it was a heyday of like. You could say obnoxious things, right. and 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 the tolerance women had to have was was very high. Right, and, and now just everything is the real the, tight tolerance. The currency is is if you say the wrong thing, that's what they're looking for. Right, and so it's almost triggered. Like, I don't even bother, man. I, one, I'd look foolish at this age. You've doing just that gone stuff. totally celibate. So yeah. are you saying yeah. you're not getting laid? I, I can say that with complete confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Tonight. All right. Well, so. tonight's going to... From the change. lips of... Thank you. Now, yeah, I'm glad that tonight's going to change. So I'm lady sitting here with three other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or, or maybe just ladies. I'm I don't know. Here. Yeah. I'm not saying here. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, we'll put it to the listenership. Yeah. If yeah. you'd like to have sex with Patrick Keene... Perfect. But no, I, I think I think I'm sure the apps are flourishing. I'm sure the dating apps. Are now, do flourishing. you have you, as a, as a single guy? And I'm harping no. on that. That I don't have that written down as topic tonight. Pat, no. as a single man. No, no, I do don't. Do you play I, the the, no. the dating app? No, thing? no, 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 no. I'm horrified no by it because yeah. I don't want my picture out there. And right, right. I think I don't know. We've all maybe experienced like I just don't trust a picture. What picture would you put out there? I don't know that I have one that anyone like would a like. Dick but pic? no, not all. But but is like, that the because that, that that really. Well, no, you, you guys, uh, any human out there, there's a pic that you're like, oh, that pic looks good. Someone's pic is their best picture ever. It's like their wedding day, right? So Literally the best pic So ever. you're like, cool, I'll, I'll hook on and then we'll, or whatever, hook on, Jesus, I sound, you, I'll link up or whatever with this person and then uh, you, you exchange some texts or emails and then you meet and the moment they walk in, and it's like, like oh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh yeah. boy. So how this long? And I don't want to experience that. I, I'm because you don't want to get the term I, is catfished. Yeah, and I'm a nice guy. Catfished. I'm a nice guy, and I'm like, great. I now have to sit here for an hour and a half with someone I know there's never going to be anything with. Um, and small how, talk. Oh, and you got, how and, and, and does she that made, it, I, It's in the past. It's happened. It you hasn't know, he's happened. He's gone celibate. Yeah, I mean, oh, this is... He's this not isn't, entertaining, he's I'm not I'm 48, dating. this is 10 years ago. But he's I'm, called we, it. We've all been there where it's like the person shows up or... And we've been at coffee shops where you're like, wow, they're on a first date and that person's interested and that person is not and that's painful for so both. So just for the record, yeah. again, a yeah. great story. Yeah. You're celibate? <laughs> I mean, just, you know, whatever it is. What? I've been it's celibate. Yes or no question. I've been celibate for a while, yeah. It's a, He's made a, a moral... And I'm not. I'm not. Is it for Lent? Is it for <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm not not looking. It's just I haven't so partaken. Okay, so it's not like you you've made the decision. No, not to at all. Be no, 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 not at all. Not, okay. I'm open. That's I'm what open. I thought it's just not gonna. No, no. I'm not taking vow of anything. I thought you were maybe going into the frock. No, no, no. Is that what it is? No, no. The yeah, collar? the frockage. No, the frocking. No. Uh, you're not gonna frock anybody. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm not taking any vow. I just. There's been no attempt. There's I'm been starting no... to understand why I'm not invited on podcast. Yeah. No. Why? We're, we're I doing think you've great. Been, you're we're killing it. We're doing great. I'm really enjoying it, John. But, but it is. Thanks uh, for being here. Uh, you're uh, a surprise guest. At the core of this, LA and Orange County, it, when we don't need to build a wall. Like, there's no wall. Like, Mexico, right. America, we need to build a wall. Why, if why, we why had to a, fight, who would win? There's Orange County or LA? There's a wall in Long Beach between LA, LA and Orange County. There's already really? a wall. Yeah, they have more gangs. There's they our, have more like, gangs. We, we'd die. Yeah, we're, we're We'd fucked. literally be like, we'd put up our croissants and be like, yeah. don't hurt our croissants. So, yeah, I, I just <laughs> don't. It, it's just, I don't know of another place. This is like the Mason-Dixon line, man. I don't know of another place in the country where there's a greater divide. I mean. The Orange Curtain. Manhattan. I mean, it has a name. The Orange Curtain. John, John lived in New York, maybe between Manhattan and Jersey, because Jersey's kind of blue collar, but red voting, I would think. And Manhattan's very obviously blue. I, I don't know where there's another place. So that just to be very clear, because we do have a listenership outside the state of California. Sure. And I just want to be clear that Tampa, as opposed to Miami. Well, those are two opposite ends of the state. Yeah, but L.A. basically thinks that we're crazy. Yeah. Down here. Right. Orange County. We're the we're the we're the crazy Californians like that. You know that our governor thinks yeah. is screwing it all up right. and keeps closing the beaches and on. And we think they're crazy. And we think and, they're yeah, crazy. Absolutely. And like, you know. Yeah. So, but and it's interesting because they're you know we're two extremely you know sprawling metropolitan areas. Who is calling my phone right now? 
Jahus. Is that a picture? That's You're a, our first live call. A, oh, no, you're not. You're our second dune. live call in on Josh, the podcast. Josh turned into a sand dune. How come we can't get his picture? Is this happening? Did he go to UCLA? Cause I no, he went to Penn State. You're fired. Are you there? Okay. Is he wasted? He sounds wasted. All right, so <laughs> I don't know. He sounded wasted. I don't know what's going on with him. That'd be awesome. Let's get him on. What were we talking about back. right when he called? Orange that, County, that L.A., the war between L.A. and Orange County. Yeah. People think they're crazy on either side of the border. And, uh, so yeah, Pat, it's endless. Anyway. And where you're living now. I'm in Orange County. It's like the, not only Orange County, but it's like a it's like. Oh, yeah, I'm cold to sack. Jesus. I apologize. I'm not I mean, we like to have some <laughs> element of decorum. decorum. I apologize. Jesus Christ. I didn't know this was like a sophisticated It's a classy. Podcast. These are crystal Gastrointestinal glass. issues. So you, you don't only live in Orange County. You live in like the quietest part. Oh, I'm down Oso. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm an apartment complex, Oso and Antonio. I tell people I feel like I'm in the witness protection program because it's just so calm and I'm like, just waiting around like I, I work and then I go home and it's still light out and then I'm like all I have to do is go to bed like I go to bed and then I go back to the job which there's part of me that really really loves it um, but it does feel very like different and I feel like I'm in a foreign country and I'm from here it's crazy man it's a mind explosion weird place that I've never been and uh, well, you've been gone a long time yeah how long has it been since you actually I moved to called... LA in 2000 and I came back here okay. just a few so weeks 21 ago. years yeah 21 see years. what I did there math nice that was not Japanese math no. not Chinese yeah. math. you know what that is what Santa Margarita see Ooh. boom Santa eagles math. whoa bro are you leaving I got there were a few use the use the the one closest yeah. Johnny Johnny right here John what do we call it the uh, executive washroom yeah I like this window that you can see into your warehouse. It's like a nice glass colored. So in order to get the parking thing figured out. Yeah. And as I explained to you guys earlier, storage is the classification that you really want because it requires the least amount of parking spaces. Every kind of classification, whether it's storage, light industrial, you know, public restroom, all that stuff has a parking equation. Storage has, you know, it's like one parking space is required for every uh, thousand square feet. Yeah. So you get a ton of space that doesn't require any parking. One of the things that we had to do to get more parking spaces is I am going to blow this wall out here and put in a sliding door. Oh, that's great. I can't believe what goes into simple labels and categories. It's got to be so frustrating. It's like. Why does that classification even matter? And we haven't even started about started talking about tax lines. Yeah. And the, the the nightmare is running when because I have a brewery and a distillery, and they're completely different things and taxed separately, taxation. and how everything yep. product can't cross these lines. There's all these invisible lines running all through. The there whole, isn't one stipulation that's like 141 no, no, B no. says 141 A and 141 B. It's because like no. At it's one a, point he's a restaurant, the other point he's a oh, brewery, and God. the other point he's a distillery. Yeah. So, so he's and then he's got merchandise, so he's got to do all this shit. So it's stipulations one to one fifty are all all different. It's a whole different set of. Sti- oh God, that's got to drive you crazy. So, it's crazy. It's am I allowed to talk about? The fact that the reason I'm here is I'm excited. The fact that you're opening a distillery. Yeah, and yeah. absolutely. Let's open it up. Yeah. I think the location's fantastic. I think the timing is right. 
I think the demographic is perfect, you know. And you um, know Pat Keen. And I've got Pat Keen, who yeah. can come here and yeah. entertain us all yeah. with endless amounts of hilarity. I can do that. I can bring in some great acts that don't otherwise have access to Orange County audiences. I, I feel like they're really uh, missing the boat, even at the Irvine Improv. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> you don't know what exists here in South Orange what County. What are you drinking out of? Ugh. So these are little cups called Kara Kara. And they're the traditional shot glass that you drink awamori out of. And what's great is that you can literally drink like a hundred of them. And it's a little... Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Boop. So, so here, here's what you don't know. So when Pat went to Japan to teach, not only did I take off uh, my spring break, I flew out to Japan to see Pat. Yeah. So I flew out to Tokyo and Pat said, get on the Shinkansen at the 7.42 a.m., we had an earthquake the night before, which was fucking awesome. Earthquakes in Japan are no joke. No, it was awesome. And the room was super big, so yeah. that felt really secure. <laughs> and then he literally, like, I didn't know what number. I didn't know what to do. And I literally got on this train, yeah. sitting next to some Japanese guy that didn't talk to me. And the train's going 150 miles per hour. And literally, he said, get off at 1147. And I literally got off at 11.47, which, like by the way... nine hours later. I mean, like... Not only had I flown across the country, stayed a night, had an earthquake, and got on a, a train that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Do you know what I got when I got there? A bunch of Pat's Japanese students with signs saying John McKeon. Yeah. Nice. I wasn't what able... Kind of nice. Yeah. We're also weird. A little disappointed. I wasn't I mean, able fuck, to. I did all this stuff. It wasn't. Oh, that he oh. wasn't actually there. Oh, Pat no, didn't he show wasn't up. There. It was his no, students. No, no, oh, no, that, no, no. I thought you meant why Pat and his students. And Pat, why were you not there? Well, John had come. He was in. You're in good hands. You arrived down to Kumamoto, right on time. Pat, why was I? And why I had were about. I had eight to ten friends. I was a student there. I wasn't a teacher in Japan. I was a student, so it was fellow students. Pat, why were you? They were there. Why were you not there? Um, I was at a Ray. Ch Ray Charles was in oh. concert down in Kumamoto for one night only. One night only. Yeah, and I but was. I like, so your really in. good friend is flown <laughs> thousands of, across yeah. the Pacific yeah. Ocean. Yeah, I guess looking back, it's another. and Ray Charles was there for one night, but I was only there for. You were there. You were there for like two weeks. A week. Okay, well, you were there for a while, and yeah. uh, I was like, oh, but I had already bought the tickets by the time, you, I didn't buy the tickets after you'd made a range. I literally fucking flew from California. I know, I know, I could have, I should have just given, fucking town. I should have given the tickets called away. Called Kumamoto, yeah, yeah. which nobody knows of. Yeah, but I. I and I, you I, sent a gaggle of geese. Yeah, a gaggle of fun, yeah. Yeah. But you, but they picked you up and brought you home or to my home and to your uh, home. and everything worked out. It was just by the time I think by the time uh, you got back, I was back too from the concert. I don't know, but I, Ray Charles, man, he was. It was you, this is nineteen ninety four, ninety five. Thank you. No, no, you no. shouldn't. But you also shouldn't, uh, you know, accuse me of neglect or or bad friendmanship. I friendmanship. literally flew from. California. Yeah, yeah. But the tickets, Tokyo, again, Tokyo, the tickets were purchased. In hindsight, I would have given the tickets away or sold them to somebody else. But, but uh, no. Ray Charles, big following in Japan? I mean, they're huge he packed fans. It. I mean, he of, packed yeah. it. He was world. He was global. You know, he's a Willie Nelson. Oh, actor, he was old. Ray Charles. Yeah, 90, 94, 94. Yeah, he died a few years after. But He was uh, 94? No, no. The, the year was 94. But totally. So uh, he could have been, though. He packed a theater. It was fantastic. What I, if Ray Charles was 94 in, in 1994? That would be... That would be too much. I don't think he would have put on the show he put on for us. How much did you pay for those tickets? I'm sure they were 70, 80 bucks at that time. That's a lot of money. 
That's a lot of yen. That's a lot of yen. Hmm. That's a lot of... But it was a great show. And he was a student? I talked to one of the people on his little... Uh, you know, because uh, I was one of the few Americans in the whole theater, and I talked to some of the people on his whatever staff, and I told him... I gave him my address. I'm like, hey, we're having people over tonight, my buddy. If Ray and you guys want to come over... And they did not come. I, I, I talked to one member of his entourage, um, and I was like, hey, out. this is my address. We live near here. If you and your whole group want to come over and hang, you have a place to come and do whatever you want. But I'm sure they were How covered. rad would that have been? That'd I mean, been you got to throw it out there. Yeah, you got to throw it. Because we had a huge house near campus. Yeah. We had a huge, it was called the I mean, offer. House. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So I've had a band come hang out at my house one time. How fun is that? Amazing. It was rad. Yeah. Who uh, was that? Pepper. Here in uh, you ever in, hear of a band called Pepper? Here in Orange no. County or in West Virginia? In, in Orange County. In OC, yeah. How uh, badass was that? It was really fun. They're like a Hawaiian reggae band. Oh. And um, where'd you see? Where did you? They were they were playing. So it was when I was living in Corona del Mar. They played at the House of Blues in in Newport. Okay. And that was there. And it was like friend of a friend was like worked for. Uh, uh, Volcom. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And Volcom was the one who was producing their tour, and um, blah blah blah. The guy was like, "Hey, I got a buddy that lives there," and he threw us free tickets to the show, and we got backstage and everything. Solid. And um, I think we maybe supplied some smoke. Yeah. And uh, it was like boom, boom, boom. These guys, and I was like, at the time, I lived in in a pretty big house and it was a bunch of young single dudes and it was one of those kind of situations where literally like you walked in the front door and there was like mattresses on the floor i mean it looked like a like a freaking you know flop yeah, house absolutely but it was a great place for a band to come hang out and like you know we brought a bunch of the whole party kind of came back to the house after they played and and they did like a kind of a little acoustic set in the, in the living room yeah. it was rad it was hey so i hate to pivot but so I'm here in your warehouse. Yeah. I've seen your podcast in the past. I see what you're trying to do with this. Can you give me an update on what's going on? And you're talking about bands. Why would this not be a perfect setting for them to literally come here and do the stuff that you're talking about? Right. Absolutely. I mean, the the thing is, is it's like, like we were just discussing, everything, every idea you have there's, there, it's, it's like what, what's, it's Newton's third law or whatever. Every force has an equal and opposite, or every reaction, action has an equal and opposite reaction. It, it's true, even in this world. So every idea you have, there's that same amount of energy that instantly is going to try to shoot it down. So you say, oh, I want to do this. And then they're instantly going to say, oh, well, that requires these permits. And because you're doing this, this, and this, it requires this, this, and this, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I guarantee what it'll come down to is I don't have enough parking. The and there's another permit that's it's called like a cabaret license that you have to have if you're gonna have like large you're scale opening a cabaret right if I want to put like a stage in and have like full scale bands it's probably not something I'm I'm gonna be able to do okay. now that being said I am putting in specialty lighting in one corner of the restaurant that you know is, it has maybe some color changing elements and some spotlighting ability so that we could do like a featured artist kind of thing like Anesha Rose on the acoustic guitar Pat Keen love open, her fantastic She's you know great. open yeah. mic night so that gonna, kind of you're stuff you're gonna answer my question when is this gonna open and okay so June like? 2022 really is the projected opening date we are, I mean, I got to tell you, we are just going fast and furious over here. And it's like every, it's another one of those things like, you, you know, it's, you know, 
the Paul Abdul song. I take two steps forward. I take and, and if I if, one, one step back, again. two step forward, one step no. back. Yeah. Paul Abdul. Both of you, please don't ever do that again. To, if Joss awesome. was here, he would have broken into yeah, full yeah, yeah. regalia. Yeah. That's why probably he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, it's like it, it, you know, we're working as fast as we can. It hasn't been easy, but we're doing it. The, the moral of the story is, John, is we are doing it, and and you know. I just I, I I want you to like so just stick with me. Yeah. So we we are 14 months away, 15 months away. So and over that over the, uh, over the course of that, and I cover a lot of this in my YouTube show. If you want to check it out, uh, Webb's Grainworks. The, the the episodes are amazing. That's yeah. what I looked at. That's yeah. the reason I'm here. Literally, a, I, I literally sat down and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta figure out that what this place is." And right. A so a lot of this, if you are interested in kind of what we are doing here, and I anticipate that a lot of the lava lampers out there give a give an F. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're on, if if you haven't been turned onto it, Webb's Grainworks uh, uh, is what we're branding it, what we're calling it. We're building a distillery here, and um, you know, we w- the process that we're in right now is the next big step is pulling our building permits. In order to get our building permits, we have to have basically every piece of equipment in the building specced and in place because the electrical engineers and all of the the architects and everything they need to know where everything is going to be so that if it's heavy we know that we have to put in a thickened slab if it requires steam we know that the boiler's appropriately sized so when can i drink here june so we're looking at June 2022 to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Or we can drink here right now. I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of drinking here right now, John. Yeah. Did you just hear that? Yeah. Sorry. That was I you cracking yeah. a beer. Not a podcast yeah. guy. It wasn't yeah. Pat applauding for himself. But it was you opening a beer and then asked, when can I drink? Dude, I just want to support you. I want to support this place. I want to support it local is amazing. Orange County businesses. It is amazing. It's yeah. fun. And the energy behind it. When you have that it's energy perfect. that you have, and well, you guys are supporting it by being here. Good, good enough. I threw the uh, I threw the welcome out, and you guys showed up, and I, you know, and I'm hoping that we get that kind of uh, you know reception when we open, throw the front doors open. I know you yeah. will. I think your your group of friends and our group of friends and whatever is is amazing, and uh, from L.A. all the way down here, Orange County, whatever, the, it'll be a good, supportive, fun group. All right, so. I like to think that the podcast is always entertaining, funny, and informative. So, in closing, I'd like to bring up one more little point. You know, I didn't plan on talking about Awamori tonight, but since we're drinking it, we ended up talking about it. I'm stoked you liked it. I'm I'm always awesome. happy to introduce new pe- really you know, people to it. So, that being anyway, said, sorry. we're talking about the Awamori, and you brought up these little cups. Yeah. Interesting thing about Awamori, I mentioned it was made in Okinawa. During the 1800s, there was there was a century-long period where Japan completely closed its borders. What was that time period called? Well, uh, it, it, it was open. Tell us about that. Sorry. Well, okay, 1868 is when the Meiji Restoration samurai kind of went away. You ever see Last Samurai, the movie? Right, that right. was after our Civil War. It was 1868 for them. So, and, but but before that, but before that, from about it's either 1450 or 1550, the age of the samurai and the it, it built for. But it was called this. Years. What period? It's the, um. What period is it? Ebi Tokugawa. Peri- is it the Tokugawa period? Is it the Edo, Edo Edo period? Edo. Edo. That's Edo, what it's called. Edo period. During the Edo yeah. period, okay. Japan completely closed down its borders. Brian Edo. So they weren't importing. They were exporting. Yeah. In fact, they didn't allow foreign people into the country. Yeah. 
So that that's going on. For, they close their borders. Then in 1850-something, uh, an American admiral named Com- Matthew Perry. Commodore, yeah, Commodore Perry. Oh, yeah. not an admiral, Matthew Commodore. C- Commodore Matthew C. Perry. Matthew yeah, C. Yeah, Perry yeah. pulls a bunch of black gunships into the harbor of Okinawa and basically says, yo, we need to start trading. And that's where the term gunboat politics was born. Because basically he pulled a bunch of ships into Okinawa and it was and with a with an obvious show of military force and was like, hey, let's trade. You got I, we hear you got sugar cane. We want some, right? So the reason I bring that whole thing up is it ties to Awamori and we're drinking it. And interestingly enough, you commented on my cup, and in Matthew C. Perry's journal. Um, when he's talking about his first introduction to to Okinawa and the Ryukyu Kingdom and everything that existed there, he commented on he had really, really enjoyed drinking this one strong spirit out of these really small cups. And that's what this. And he was talking about Awamori. I had no idea. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna take it a step further. I gotta be honest. Walking in here. I didn't think I was going to learn something from the two of you. Right. I, you can take that anyway. Hey, you fucking a- want accidents to. happen. I'm just yeah. Saying, you know. Yeah. I, never in my life did I think I was going to learn something. Well, inadvertently, that you did. Being, that yeah. being said, I'm blown away with the knowledge you guys have. Nice. And yeah. the spirit's amazing. Nice. So awesome. That's crazy. Well, it's been great. So, so for it his, was stoked. Uh, it was a surprise. You're a surprise guest. You're for, our, my the first surprise guest on the podcast. Jeremy, I'm surprised at the location that you have on surprise and thrilled for what you're the vision that you have for what's taking place. This podcast is amazing because I've listened to it as a fan, and this is just a thrill. So appreciate Sweet. you having me on here. Really appreciate it, man. We can wrap it. Yeah, thank you, and thank you to Matthew Com- Matthew Commodore C. Perry. The uh, he drank that was his the favorite first, bev for the rest of his feasibly life. Feasibly, the first yeah. American to ever taste this spirit that's was crazy, Matthew C. Perry. Man, that's crazy. So that was that was some Miller. Not Fillmore. to be confused with the guy from Friends. From Friends, because I, I don't dun, know. Dun, he probably dun, likes dun, it too. Dun, 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 I happen yeah. to know he likes to tilt the glass himself. So he does. Oh yeah, yeah. He got a little bloated over the years. Matthew C. Perry was under Millard Fillmore was the thirteenth president who I think dispatched Matthew C. Perry. Okay, we should probably. Go. Okay, sorry. okay, all right, all right. That was awesome. Uh, I really appreciate those two coming in and spending the time with me. Um, I I would have been here by myself uh, if if Pat didn't step in and and grab the mic and invite John in. So that was cool. I really enjoyed myself. I hope you, the listener, also enjoyed it. Thought it was cool to do something a little different. Um, total transparency. Obviously, uh, Josh has been gone a couple weeks. Ryan's out. I'm going to be gone next week. That doesn't mean we're not going to post a podcast. Uh, I just want to give you a heads up. If you are a weekly lava lamper, expect something maybe slightly different next week. And then the week after that, we will be back full fledged, the three of us, uh, possibly with another musical guest. And we will return to our usual broadcast format. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. Uh, Have a good one, have fun out there, and we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast.